Welcome to the Magic on the Inside podcast by the Sisters Enchanted, where we chat magic, hot topics, personal development, and good old-fashioned life. Brew up something delicious and sit with us for a spell. I'm Sarah, head magic maker at the Sisters Enchanted, and welcome to episode two of this season of the Magic on the Inside podcast, where we are talking tarot all season long. On this episode, we're talking about the Empress and the Emperor. So kick back, grab a pen and paper, maybe take some notes, and listen in. (laughs) All right, Anna and I are back to talk to you guys a little more about the tarot and the major arcana. Yes. How are you doing? Delightful. <laughs> How are you doing? Um, smashing. So in smashing. our in our last uh, chat, our last episode, we talked about the fool, the magician, and the high priestess. And next on the fool's journey is the empress and the emperor. The emperor. So, so we went from we started with the things that are like within you, right? Our last three cards were all kind of you-centric. What you bring into the world, what you have at your disposal. And now we're going to meet the first sort of characters that shape... Become influential. Yeah, they shape who you are and what you do with this stuff that you were born with. So, uh, we start with the Empress, and then we move into the Emperor. And these are kind of loosely like your mother, father, feminine, masculine influences right loosely Loosely. because in any area of life these can be you yeah they can be you they can be an outside influencer things people Mm -hmm. but it's loosely that masculine feminine influence yes on you yes (laughs) um like venus and mars yeah so i think that when we the first one the the first one that we meet is the empress yes and that's the more feminine yeah. Figure. Um, so we have the, uh, we we leave these first three cards we discuss with the high priestess, which is very feminine, very you know it's your intuition center, all that like watery stuff. Um, and then the empress. So we're still in that feminine. We're going from track. internal feminine to external feminine. Huzzah. Huzzah! How many times can we say huzzah in a series of podcast episodes? I feel like we need to have like, what's the word like somebody would say huzzah? What might you say back to huzzah besides just huzzah? We need like a ole. <laughs> Huzzah. Ole. No. <laughs> That's not what I meant. I was trying to keep it renaissance and you just blew it. Huzzah. More mead. Corsets for all. <laughs> not working. Okay. So You let us know. Yeah. You guys think on it. We're open for feedback here. Excelsior. <laughs> So we have our empress, and she's our feminine, sort of nurturing body here. Yeah, yeah, she, when we think about... It's kind of, I just, I'm such a weirdo. Okay, kind of. This is a weird parallel to draw. Huzzah again. Huzzah! Excelsior! No. So, like, the high priestess, it's almost like, like, if you think about the mothering nature of the empress, like, being the first physical, tangible mother you have. You almost can think of, like, the high priestess as the time that you spend, like, this is going to sound so weird, like, womb spacey. Like, you're in there, in, like, the waters, Mm -hmm. only knowing what's available to you, only trusting what you have, and then you come out in the first, like, 
physical mothering, nurturing touch you get is the empress. So you don't just have what's in you anymore. You have somebody, something outside of you that helps you now yeah. and guides that feminine intuition forward and outward. Well, and in a lot of ways, we know that in when we're in the womb still, womb space. when we're in the womb space, womb space. The womb, we, uh, <laughs> we do take into us what the person carrying us is experiencing. Yes. You know, um, so that is very much influencing us from the outside in. Yeah, totally. Um, huzzah. Yeah. So, huzzah. So we so have, fear. oh my gosh, stop that. <laughs> so we have this nurturing figure. Um, and, and what we're going to see here is we've, you know, we're moving forward on our journey. So we have all this stuff that's been within us. And this is where we start to find a kind of hit some bumps in the road. Like, we might fall off our bike, like literally fall off a bike, right. and we need somebody to comfort us and nurture Because we're like, oh, I have this tool. It's going to be great. I'm going to ride it. Yeah, and, and my intuition tells me to get on it and pedal be, real fast. It's going to be so fun. And yeah. then you're going to bust a knee. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> you know, like when you are, I don't know, 20 years old, and you're like, you know what's going to be really amazing? Going on this trip to Bali and not working for four months, even though I have no savings account. And then you come home, and like right. your parents have to take you back in again. Like this is right. the kind of stuff that... Like, we, we are taking this thing, and we see these opportunities, and we're listening to the joyful, like, insights of our intuition, and sometimes we need that nurturing figure. This can also be nurturing yourself. Like, it can right. be you, a call to nurture yourself. Or nurture, nurture a project. Yeah, nurture those around you. Um, but we have this nurturing is when, when shit hits the fan, so to shit speak. Hits the fan. I just cursed. Um, you don't typically go to that masculine figure. Right, like we're not turning to our boss at work. We're not turning to the like policeman to put a bandaid on our knee. We're turning to the person that's comfy, cozy, yes, and is going to help us. Right, <laughs> which is not saying that a masculine figure cannot impart that feminine wisdom on you. It's just saying right. that we're looking for that fundamentally nurturing person, whoever that person is, is that's in you. that nurturing. Right. feminine position yeah it could be any person of any gender it's it's the idea that they're nurturing you in a feminine way right rather than the like hard-handed sort of more assertive masculine way right which i have a, a deck here that i'm looking at and it's the uh as above so below tarot this is the so below deck and the emperor is actually a it's a woman on that card the emperor but she's on the phone she's doing to-do lists she's got out her cup of coffee and her laptop right where she's very like um, structured, structured, task oriented. Where the she's Empress, like the working mom. Yeah, the Empress here is gardening. She's like putting, literally putting a bandaid on her kid's scraped knee from soccer. I didn't even look at that. And yeah. I was talking about falling and scraping. Knees. I know. Yeah. So like, it, you know, it's just the idea of what's more masculine and feminine, lunar versus solar. Um, so yeah, we turn to that Empress figure first. So on our fool's journey, once we start to take those baby steps out into the world and we stumble a little bit, the first thing we need to do is uh, be soft on ourselves because yes. we all stumble. So the Empress calls for us to, you know, forgive yourself, be gentle on yourself. Right. You're doing the best you can. Right. Um, and to find the person who, or thing, or whatever, is going to allow you to to nurture that lesson as you're learning it rather than just shut you down right. and be like, well, you yeah. were really stupid for trying that. You know, you want the person that's like, well... What can we learn here, Johnny? While I hand <laughs> you a cup of hot chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like the, the Empress is a call to 
to build upon something, to learn from something. You know, like if you're doing a creative project or you're starting a new job, it's there saying that like you're fertile with new ideas and potential and it's time to take that aspect of your life and really nurture it to, you know, water it every day. So you think about the Empress and how she's always covered in flowers and you like typically in the Rider Waite Smith deck, she's got pomegranates all over her dress, which is full of all these seeds and nourishment. And it's a it's a call to say there's fertile land here. Figure out a way to support it or find the people who support you and let's make it grow. Let's make it into something. Let's mother the hell out of it until mm-hmm. it becomes something. Yep. And that's that, again, that feminine thing. And that's coming off of the high priestess, which is also very feminine. So, like, it's telling us that as we progress on our journey, we need to nurture our kind of naive selves. We need to nurture these lessons as we're learning them. Mm -hmm. Um, Because when we come at them from too much structure, that's when we start to just put water on the fire. Um, And we don't learn the lessons, you know, because when you do something that causes you to stumble and you need nurturing... If we're just like, oh, that was just a dumb idea, I'm not going to do that again, right. um, we don't see the lesson. Right. And then we just walk into the next dumb idea. Right. Or it's like a, <laughs> or it's like a time for self-care, you know, like you've been working really hard, you know, you're emotionally exhausted from the work that you've done with the high priestess. You've, you've taken in a lot and all of a sudden the empress comes up and it's like telling you it's okay now to like paint your toenails and watch, I don't know, Gilmore Girls every night for two nights or read a book in a bathtub with a glass of wine. She's sitting there telling you it's okay to nurture yourself before you go back to nurturing the people around you. So again, like we were saying how the high priestess is a stopping point, like a check yourself before you wreck yourself, intuitively (laughs) speaking, like trust yourself, Excelsior! And then (laughs) now the Empress is saying, okay, you've checked yourself before... You run into something, and now she's saying, stop and take a deep breath. Like, your body just told you that it's time to stop, and now she's the physical treatment of the stopping. Yeah. So the high priestess has said, your gut is telling you yay or nay, and if it's nay, the empress is saying, okay, now take a deep breath, and how can we nurture your physical body to heal from the, the emotional, intuitive side of it? Um, or if the high priestess is saying, yay, go for it, the empress is there like, yes, let's water it. Let's nurture it. How do we make it grow now? Um, so the empress is a time of how do we make it grow, whether it's make it grow by taking care of yourself first and taking a step back or make it grow by actually becoming the fertile ground, actually becoming the gardener who 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 grows the crop and the, the, the stuff. Yeah. And so once we've done this, we've tended and nurtured, that's when we walk into the emperor. The emperor, who's like, man, you've got yes. weeds and overgrowth because, man, did you have so many ideas. Let's put them in a box. <laughs> yeah. The emperor structure them. Is this more um, assertive, uh, masculine? If we're looking at solar versus lunar, this is your solar figure. Yes. Um, your high priestess is, or your, your empress and your high priestess, right. they're lunar. Um, so the emperor is very solar. Right. This is like when the empress got like so good at her like like so down with her bad self that she made an overwhelming fairy garden and the husband comes home and is like, we need to build a fence or the neighbors <laughs> are going to get pissed at us. So the emperor comes home and builds yeah. a fence to maintain the garden that the empress has now had flourish. Like yeah. he's like, okay, now we must structure this. Mm-hmm. And maybe we'll put in some sprinklers for you, 
so that now it's scheduled. Now we have a purpose and now we're not overextending ourselves because now we put a structure to it. Yeah. And that's like when we're in that sort of nurturing energy, we can even, I think when we're looking at it as ourselves, over nurture, we can over, I was going to say we can nurture to a fault where it's like you become sacrifice. Yeah. Well, or even to the point where like when we were like, okay, so I had this, I did this thing. I took this step and I had this lesson to be learned. Um, or I had this really great creative idea and I ran with it. And then we're like, oh, but, you know, now I need to... That's too big. Yeah, or you're like, I need to retreat for an extended period of time. Or right. you're, or like, you know, if you run into a hard knock in life and you're like, oh, I'm just going to take this weekend to rest and relax, but that turns into like five months of re- resting and relaxing right. and never picking yourself up and moving forward, that's where the emperor is like, you know... How can we Dude, watch over this? We need a plan yes. to make this thing awesome. Right. And to keep it going without <laughs> becoming awesome. overwhelming. Yeah. You know, again, like with that gardening thing, he's going to, like, the empress is going to want to feed everybody. You know, she's going to want to feed everybody abundantly. She's going to want to make everybody a plate of mashed potatoes and turkey and gravy and all the stuff. And the emperor is going to come in and say, okay, well, there's a community here. And, yes, we can do that for everybody, but let's make rations let's be smart let's not overindulge let's make sure that everybody has everything that they need so he's there to like step in when the nurturing becomes where it becomes two to the listener who knows who's the emperor and who's the empress between anna and i (laughs) who wants to feed all the people and not worry about the details and who's the one that's like listen that's so much potato mashing, and that's a lot of money in potatoes, and that's a lot of Did you just work. put butter in those potatoes? <laughs> yeah. And cream? Water. Water and salt. Water and salt. Water and salt. <laughs> Budget. Budget potatoes. <laughs> Excelsior. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know how that's relevant. <laughs> no. So the emperor is like, we do this stuff, we bend nurture, we're nurturing ourselves, we're nurturing ideas, like maybe we're in, maybe it's we're looking at this as the mother figure who's cozying up on us, giving us the band-aid, taking care of us. But at some point, you have to face the reality, like the full reality of the situation, or you won't ever, like that, whatever you've done that's really cool, isn't going to get, they're the, is it going to grow? Yeah, they're the necessary balance. Yeah. The necessary balance that, you know, in, in, in a really general sense, which is probably not applicable to 99% of people, the empress wants to keep her kids in bed all the time and feed them and love them and never make them have a night alone, never make them go to school alone, <laughs> you know, never, ever, ever. And no the, pain and suffering. No pain and suffering. Like, I shall nurture you and you shall never want for anything because I am your mother and I am all giving. And then the emperor, the father, comes in and is like, these kids need to learn how to sleep by themselves and pick up a fork <laughs> and, like, use the toilet. Like, yeah. so, I mean, obviously that's dramatic and drastic, and that's not how things yeah. are. But, like, sometimes, like, you need that, that you will, that all the time, you need that masculine and feminine balance that says, like, there becomes a time where we can no longer hold on so tightly, and now we need to build boundaries. We need to build yeah. structures so that this continues to thrive in a healthy manner. Well, and, like, the example I gave manner. of a kid who falls off his bike. Like, a kid who gets hurt on a bike does not want to get right back on that bike, you know? Right. But that's where the... Empress might say, oh, honey, you don't have to get yeah, back on that bike. the emperor bike. is like, you're, nev- the yeah, you're never going <laughs> to learn. Do you see all those kids, like, racing around the neighborhood? You're never going to learn if you don't do it again. Right. You know, give you that push. And, two 
conversely, like the emperor and the empress can be the same person or situation. Definitely. Like in it's Both just sides it's, to a coin. Yeah, it's really the stages that you're going right. through where you're receiving the nurturing, the comfort, and even in yourself, right. like when you've taken a hard knock, maybe you know, I don't know, your car crashed or something, and you're just, like, down and out, where you nurture yourself first, and then you're also the person right. that's like, okay, I nurtured myself, now right. I need to file this paper. Right, you want to, to well, that's, like, the with the journey of the fool, you want to, yeah. as you go through the cards, learn something from each one and have them become a tangible part of you. So, yeah, you want to be the empress that, like, dusts somebody off and says it's okay to take a break, but you also want to be the empress that says, okay, no, honey, it's time to try again. And yeah. you want to be the emperor that's like, no, get back on the bike. But you also <laughs> want to be the emperor that leads with a little bit of compassion yes. and not with a firm iron fist. Yes. You want to be lo- you want to be the emperor that's loved, not the emperor that's right. feared. So you want to be both at all times. You want to find the, the middle ground, which is why the emperor and the empress are that great feminine, masculine, balancing en- energy that comes right in the middle that says you need to be able to be both. You need to be able to be compassionate, but have firm boundaries for yourself. Mm-hmm. You need to be able to nourish people around you, but you also need to be able to learn when to say no, um, and that you have to go into life trying to be both and not one over the other, um, yeah. and too much or less, and to check in with yourself to make sure that you are mm-hmm. doing both. Yeah, and so as we're moving through the journey, not only are we experiencing these things in different people and situations, we are being those things. We're learning to and become absorbing these things. that like into our system and putting right. that out in the appropriate way. And it's when we don't do these things, like when we skip a step that we find that we something become too happens, hard or we become too complacent or and something happens that makes us repeat it. You right. know, like if we get stuck on this feminine nurturing and we never take care of the thing that actually need taking care of and we skip to the next card, which is a higher fent, we're gonna talk about that in our next our next episode. But if we skip over this, we're going to find that something's going to happen that's going to put us right back in that nurturing spot over and over again until we learn, like, oh, man. I need some boundaries. Yeah, like, I need some of that masculine energy in here. I got to take some some actual steps. I got to make a plan. I need to put boundaries in place. Um, Because we're always going to get bumped back to where we were if we try to skip a step on the journey through life and the lessons that need to be learned. Yeah. And it's trying to, like, learn the best from both of your parents, which is almost impossible I mean like really if you think about it like Mm -hmm. you really want to take what's best and the lessons that you've learned from the the influences influencers in your life and utilize all that they've taught you but it tends yeah that we end up being more like our this or more like that and we lose what we needed to to be a balanced you know, that's why a lot of people in, like, this community, they work on that feminine and masculine balancing because we just don't have it down. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, yeah that's yeah. the Empress yep. and the Emperor. Definitely. So, so, so far, we've made it through kind of, like, all of our stuff that we meet in a, you know, in a nutshell, all the stuff we meet before we leave our house. Like, everything we meet in our world, in our cozy homes, yeah. before we enter society. Yeah, we are born, we have all of our stuff in our toolbox, our toy chest, like the magician. Yeah. We know when to, we, we can feel when something's hot or something's too high up that we shouldn't step off of it, you know, like a table. Yeah. You know, you they say our that, like knowing. if you put kids like on a something, a clear space, and they get to the edge of it, that they, they know not to, they know to stop. So we have intuitively what we need to protect ourselves. 
we walk into that and then when we do trip and we forget that we do have intuition we have the mother that's there to catch us and pick us back up and then we have the father that says keep going and they build yeah. us all these structures so that when we finally open the front door and meet the hierophant dun, 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 dun. <laughs> which is what we're gonna talk about in our next episode yes we have some tools some lessons and we have people and ourselves to fall back on right. when things go crazy because without a doubt things will go crazy yeah <laughs> more than once <laughs> yeah because now you're gonna start having influences yeah that your family and your home base cannot control influences. yeah that you start to yeah challenges all, yeah. your your foundations for real all right <laughs> well i guess that's it for this one we'll see you in the next episode of uh, magic on the inside yay yay Thanks so much for hanging with us on this episode of the Magic on the Inside podcast. Remember that if you're interested in learning more about tarot, you can check out our tarot throwdown class at thesistersenchanted.com forward slash tarot throwdown, where you will learn all the tools that you need to begin reading intuitively and confidently. And until our next episode, we look forward to getting to know you on social media and any of our online communities. And I hope that you have an enchanted rest of your day ahead.